Welcome back to the program. Good to have you on board. Bill Michael Show continues on. I'm getting uh, gasoline updates all over the country. Uh, this one actually is in Eau Claire, though. Uh, 293 in Eau Claire. It was 273 on Monday. I said, man, it's it's crazy. I cra- it's it's crazy. I uh, I don't know why why suddenly it's it's shooting up, but it is 288 non Alaska. Happy New Year. <laughs> there you go. Wilson listening to us in Nashville, Tennessee, says it's 309. Wilson, you to me. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to us in Nashville, Tennessee. Eli in Milwaukee says 309 where I live. Uh, and uh, this one from uh, Braves Man hits us up on uh, Twitter, and he says it's uh, 319 here in northern Kentucky. 319 in northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky, it, just coming from that area, always was a little bit cheaper. But uh, there you go. 309 in Marshfield. Yeah, it's on the rise. On the rise. 877-867-167. Hey, by the way, Rick, did they get, uh, Rick, who uh, just shot us a note from Marshfield, did they get uh, everything up there with our, our friends at WOSQ? Is that all straightened out now? I know they were having some issues for a while. Love WOSQ. It's been a long time affiliate of ours, and we want to make sure they're all good up there. If we need to come up and do a show and, and help them out a little bit, maybe we do that. You know, we'll bring everybody, bring some duct tape or whatever else we need. We'll get everything up there fixed, you know? So I know they had a couple of things. Uh, that were going on. Um, but what else do we have? Uh, Joel says, uh, when you look at all the weapons the Vikings have, Jair Alexander is nuts to say anything at all. Just shut your mouth and say, we're going to do our best, and hopefully we win the game. Yeah, that's kind of going back with the old Bull Durham, uh, you know, the, when he's doing the quotes on the bus. You know, God, again, the good Lord willing, we come out ahead. You know? That's what you say, Jair. Ooh. For those that have not heard it, that are just joining us on the network, Jair Alexander yesterday, when I uh, was asked about Justin Jefferson, was asked about you know the Minnesota Vikings game one. This is what uh, this is what Jair Alexander had to say, and uh, take a listen because it's the last segment of the sentence that has made the headlines. Take a listen. I mean, you know, you just got to be real. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he don't jump in no super suit and, and get dressed and jump out high. You know what I mean? I don't either. Sometimes. But, you know, like, he human is what I'm saying. We ain't putting too much onus on nobody. He's a really good receiver by the end of the day. I'm a really good corner. We got really good corners. We got really good, you know, linebackers. So, hey, D-line, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, you don't want to put too much focus on that one person because, like, first game, that was a fluke. There you go. That's it. First game, that was a fluke. He says he doesn't jump in and out of a super suit. I don't either. We've got really good corners. I'm a good corner. We got really good linebackers, really good D linemen. You know that first game, then the mumbles. That that was a fluke. He's talking about the way the defense played, but when talking about Justin Jefferson and using the word fluke, it has just gone crazy, and the world is reacting. And now he has a target on him. Uh, if I'm Jair Alexander, and we were asked about this before, and I'm, I'm going to get to the phone calls here in just a second, but I was asked about this uh, going back to the last hour. What would you do? Me? I'd put uh, Jair anywhere Justin Jefferson goes. Okay? I'd put him anywhere he goes. Um, and and I, would, I would say, look, Jair, go get him. You know, you, you put it out there, you got to go get him. 
and let the jaw jacking between these two commence. You know, we have great linebackers, D-line, et cetera, but our, he, <laughs> Ben says the one thing he didn't say, we've got great corners. I'm a great corner. Got good linebackers. Got good D-linemen. The one thing he didn't say is our coordinator sucks. It's always what's <laughs> not said, Bill. I'm learning. Right. It's what he didn't say. He didn't say anything about the scheme. He didn't say anything about the defensive coordinator. We got great D. We got great D backs. We DBs. We got great corners. Great linemen. Great great linebackers. <laughs> what he didn't say? You're right. He didn't say we got a great scheme and our, our defensive coordinator knows what he's doing. No, he doesn't. He has not agreed with Joe Barry from day one. He not, not this year. <laughs> he, 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 you're right. He he didn't mention Joe Barry at all. He didn't say, you know, we got great scheme. We got great D coordinator. We're gonna figure this out. He didn't say any of that. He just said we got great players. The guy with the headset, <laughs> guy's a bobblehead. He belongs on somebody's dashboard, bouncing around. <laughs> That's it. That's Joe Barry. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Let's go back uh, towards New York, Albany. Let's go to Derek, listening to us in Albany. Uh, Derek, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, Bill, you're keeping your sense of humor as, as usual. I mean, I've been I've been paying attention to sports since uh, about the mid '60s, and you got to know that you know Aaron Rodgers will be open and honest, and and you know, frankly, too frank at times. But he's articulate, mm-hmm. and he can manipulate the media right. in ways. You know that we've seen this, right? And then you have the, the opposite of that. You have cardboard box Bill Belichick who gives you nothing. I mean, the, the, a lot of what you've been around, Bill, has been a chorus of cliches. And, and Matt LaFleur, LaFleur, throw flowers. He throws flowers at everybody. The, uh, the coach of, uh, you know, certain teams will say, hey, they got a, the other team is a formidable team when they're not. You know, they can't, nobody can be totally candid. But, but man, I, the media is going to misconstrue things. I, you, you made a good point in saying that what he said was the fluke of the Packer, the Packers. You know, the, not their coverage was a fluke. But man, oh man, it, I don't know if Jair has the platform or the cachet to retract this or say, "Look, I, hey, I understand. This is what I meant." And he, I would start it with, "Hey, you know, Justin Jair, he's a great player. Start it with that." And then I don't know if you can backtrack, but then the media will make more of that than it is too. You know, I mean, right. I think a lot of the national media has grown to hate the Packers, and part of it's because of Aaron Rodgers, and part of it's because after a while, you know, why is it that they don't hate the Cowboys so much? The Cowboys have won two freaking playoff games in 22 years or whatever it is, and we've won far more, and yet it seems like the media is kind of, it seems to be against us. I see it in the national media, and it, it gets tiresome. And, uh, you know, this this game, the Minnesota fans are just salivating. They would love to put us away. We'd love to put them away. Remember that line in uh, – what was it? Um, oh God! What was the Cleveland Indians movie? A major league where you know yeah. he's talking. The coach is talking to the guys, and he says, "They expect us to do this. They expect us to lose. Let's give them all a big blank sandwich." Yeah, you know, that's what that's what you'd like to say. But the yes sandwich, yep, that. yep. But You're hey, right. man, hey, th- thanks for uh, what you do every day, and uh, I enjoy listening to you from afar. And uh, you're one of the best that does it, man. I'm not just saying that. No, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> he's he's. Uh, uh, you know, let's make him eat the yes sandwich. Yeah, I can see that. I and and, and again to now PR one hundred and one. Um, once the blank is out of the horse, you can't put it back. Um, you know, I I get at, I there are so many times where I, I can't even tell you how many times over the last few years specifically when uh, politically uh, I've had conversations with people in the political field. 
I've had conversations with people in sports. Uh, when I say, well, looking at it from a media perspective, what would you do? And I really, I, I, I've always thought, you know, if I, if I ever leave this business, I'll go into PR. There is, a, there is a way to handle things and a way to do things and say things and things to get out in front of and things that you shut up about because they just go away. Because sometimes you can pro- protest too much. Uh, but I, and I, I'm usually, you know, I hate to pat myself on the back, but I'm usually kind of spot on on this stuff. In this particular case, you know, if there is a me there, and there are media sessions today, they're very, very short. But if anybody goes to Jair and go, Hey, you know, boy, what you said went viral. If I'm Jair, I, I, at this point in time, you just say, you know what? You guys took it and ran with it. There's nothing I can do about it. We just got to go out and play our game now. That's it. That's it. You can't try to put it back. You can't say, because then you look like you're running scared. You can't go, oh, I didn't say that. I wasn't talking about Justin Jefferson. I was Because then you look like a coward. Now you just got to own it. You got to say, you know, I was talking about our whole defense. We got to go out and play really good football. Let's just see what happens on Sunday. That's the the way to handle it. Otherwise, you're going to look like an idiot. You just, now you just get away from it. You dropped the bomb. You didn't mean to. Now you got to just kind of own it and walk away from it and then see how you play on on Sunday. That's it. That's it. Some things, like I said, you can get out of it. You, you can very much go, wait a minute, I never said that. That's not what I was talking about. You took two words and ran with it. You know, uh, okay, that that there are times for that. But for, for this, no, it's it's like, you know, and here's the thing. Are you hurting his feelings? Are you are you degrading the guy's career? Are you, you know, no, you're putting fuel on a fire on a rivalry. You know, you don't want to, you didn't mean to, but that's all it is. It's not like it's, you know, Aaron Rodgers talking about, you know, Tom Brady in his own, you know, situation saying, you know, I, you know I, I'm as great as Tom Brady. I just don't have the rings or, you know, and then when he's asked about statistics regarding Tom Brady's career versus his own, you know, and making it seem like I'm better than Tom Brady. You know, then you would go, well, wait a minute. I have all the respect for Tom Brady. I was talking about merely my own credentials, my own certification, whatever. And I, I literally don't have as many rings as him. He's been very, very successful, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can put that blank back in the horse. But in this case, own it, man. Go out and own it. Go smash him in the mouth. Go smash him in the mouth. He catches a ball over the middle. The only thing you can do is is, you know, put your shoulder in his gut, wrap him up, maybe he coughs the football up. Don't taunt. Don't taunt. But but go crazy to the crowd. You know, if you want to flick the money, flick the money. Show me the money. Show me the money to the crowd. Don't taunt. Don't piss him off. You don't do that. But play with the same aggression or more aggression. Play with the same vigor or more vigor. Play with the same enthusiasm or more enthusiasm. But don't taunt. But go if you're going to talk it, go walk it, man. I don't have a problem with that. Deion, Deion Sanders used to do that all the time. I was talking about this yesterday about Jair. Jair is not Dion. Jair is not Darrell Rivas. Jair is not Charles Woodson. He's none of those guys. He's none of those guys. You know why? Ben, do you know why? You know why he's none of those guys? I personally don't think he's as good as them he's as good as in coverage he's as good as in speed but he doesn't have the capability to catch the football he's not an interception guy 
He never has been. Go all the way back in his career. He's never been an interception guy. He's been a guy that's been so much in the jock of guys he's told to cover that they don't throw in his direction. There are times you can watch um, plays throughout the season where quarterbacks will drop back. Two, a perfect example this past weekend. Crossing pattern with Tariq Hill. Tariq was one-on-one with Jair. Jair was right there stride and stride. Tua dropped back, and you knew that's where Tua wanted to go, but he didn't because Jair was there. So they don't throw in his direction because he's that good at coverage. But he's not an interception guy. Charles knew how to get the ball. Dion knew how to get the ball. Darrell Rivas knew how to get the ball. Jair just knocks it down. He doesn't know how to go get the ball. Never has. I don't know if he ever will. He's not. A, he will every now and then. I mean, he's going to get his, his, his share. But he's not going to lead the lead in, league in picks like 13, 14, 15 picks or anything like that. He's not, he's not going to be Neon Dion. He's not going to be Charles. He's not going to be Darrell Rivas. He's not going to be those guys. He's never had those hands. But he's always been a guy that at, at least stays in the jock of the player that he's with. And here's the thing. He's a lot like Sam Shields in the sense that he, he can freelance a little bit because he's got the speed to catch up, just like he did uh, in, in Miami this past week, where he went, oh, snap, snap, and down the field he went because he realized, well, this guy is fast. Okay, I'll just turn on those afterburners and go. So he's got that ability, but he doesn't have that ability technique-wise to go up and get a ball. He doesn't have the same hands. That, that's the only flaw in his game as a DB. But being the highest paid corner in the league, you should have better hands. But he doesn't. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, Eric Branchek, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, going to be joining us. We're going to break down some film and talk about this matchup between these two teams coming up this weekend at Lambeau Field. we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. So I was talking about Alan Lazard because I heard the cut with, uh, you know, Mike Clemens played just before the top of the hour, and I was listening to what Matt LaFleur had to say about Alan Lazard. And Alan Lazard, look, I have nothing against Alan Lazard. Okay? I, I, I don't. 27 years old. He's listed at 6'5", but if he's 6'5", I'm 7'2". So, and, and so Michael says, well, Lazard isn't taller than most. Are you kidding? How many corners are 6'5"? Okay, here's a great point. Think of this, Michael then why don't they throw to him on 50-50 balls? Bueller. 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 Nobody's going to answer that. You can't because they don't. And when I say play bigger, he's not bigger. He might, if, if he's 6'5", he's got a, uh, an 8-inch vertical leap because corners will go up and over him. I want to know why. If he's that good and you give me his stats, he's 6'5". That's great. Then why aren't you throwing to the guy? Why aren't you throwing up the 50-50 balls? You know why? Because he doesn't catch them. 
I had Terry and George both say, Al Lazard's going to have a huge game. I hope he does. I hope they actually throw him the ball when he's open. I hope he does. But I, I get it, it's mind-numbing how people think that Al Lazard is the answer for the loss of a, Devontae, of a Devontae Adams, how he's the answer for the loss of a Christian Watson. He doesn't have that speed. He doesn't go get the 50-50s. He's not a leap-up guy. And when he's standing there wide open, wide open, pick up a first down. They don't even throw him the damn ball. But he's a great guy, great, great, great guy. He's one of the leaders of this team. Aaron Rodgers blows so much smoke up his ass, like, you know, almost you have to call fire department. Alan Lazard is a fourth receiver, third receiver at best, period. Period. Stop acting like he's Devontae reincarnated. And that's the, what the Packers want you to believe, and it's, it's, it's a lie. It's an absolute bold-faced lie. He does a lot of things well. He's a good, good, solid player, but he's not dynamic. So stop acting like it. Without Christian Watson, this team hurts. You don't have a guy to go over the top. You don't have the speed to break the top, to break the lid out. You know, it just drives me nuts. I get all, all of a sudden all these Lionel Lazard fans come out of the woodwork. Oh, he's he's 6'5". Well, okay, I've stood next to the guy. No, he's not. No, he's not. Not when he's looking me in the chin, he's not. I'm 6'5". I know what 6'5 is. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. It's a banner day. It's a banner day. Um... This one, uh, by the way, uh, got to say hi to our friends over this segment brought to you by our friends at uh, at Wisconsin Harley Davidson. Wisconsin Harley Davidson reminding you that hey, even though the holiday uh, buying season is done, so to speak, for others, they have terrific things o- over there. That wink, wink, nod, nod. You should be looking for you for yourself, especially going into the new riding season. Check out our friends with the motor clothes department. They have a whole whole room of clearance stuff. Really cool parts. The the twenty twenty three parts and such are coming in. They've got new bikes, used bikes. They've got a huge inventory on the floor and a lot of different knick-knack stuff for Harley-Davidson and local crafters in the area. Highway 67 in Oconomowoc, that is our friends at uh, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That is wishd.com. And go see my buddy Craig. He's the GM over there. If you are looking uh, you know, to go in and trade a bike, buy a bike, whatever, Craig's a guy to go to. He'll give you one of the salespeople. They'll walk you through the process. And uh, he'll he'll do his best to put you on a brand-new Harley-Davidson. That's what they do. Go to wishd.com. All right, let's get to it. we got a lot of people on on hold. Let's go to uh, Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Uh, you know, I was listening to the caller from uh, back east, and he, and he makes a really good point. You know, you got you got Barry, who plays this zone defense. You've got a head coach who's – how many times have we heard him scream? He wants his defensive backs up on the line, but yet he doesn't have the cojones to get in the defensive coordinator's face and say, hey, get these guys up on the line. Let's jam their routes. Let's get their timing off. And that, mm-hmm. to me, like you have said before, that's coaching. That's the floor. If, if his defensive right. coordinator isn't doing what he wants, it's, 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 it's on him. Because otherwise you should just say, hey, you're not doing what I want you to do end of the season, you're gone. <clears throat> and then you were talking about Preston Smith. He's actually got eight and a half sacks with two games to go. 
And I think this is one of his best years that he's been holding that edge. He's been turning a lot of guys back inside. Now, whether or not our, the rest of the team is making those tackles, the Preston's been – I think he's been playing a heck of a season. No, no. no five, you, hang, on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. What I said was statistically he goes up and down. This one of those down years. But I agree with you. I think Preston Smith has done more with less this season than he has pretty much in the last first three seasons or two seasons he was here. He's played well. Just statistically, it's not always where it is because of different things. But statistically, he had a better year last year, total tackles, total sacks, and everything what he did because Rashawn Gary was over there. This year, he's done more without Rashawn Gary, and he's had as, as good as, if not better, a season. Yep, I agree. But uh, and then the thing about Lazard, you, you are 1,000% correct. He is a, a three or a four uh, on most teams. But... Uh, we all know I'm, a, I'm not a big fan of Rodgers, but to me, Rodgers seems predetermined on where he's going to throw the ball before he, before the ball's even snapped. I mean, he's missed Lazard. He's missed Tanyan in the end zone with those three stupid throws to D.A. against Tampa Bay. He missed Tanyan last year against San Francisco. Didn't see him. Last week, he missed Lazard again wide open, and he also didn't throw the ball to, to his, to his – uh, his buddy that was sitting there wide open when Rogers takes a sack because he's looking for a certain thing. He's not seeing right. it. He either holds onto the ball or he just throws it to where there's nobody there. He has missed so many wide receivers wide open over the years. He hasn't thrown because I think he's predetermined where he's going. And to me, like you've said before, as you get older, he's not seeing the field like he used to. I really, I really think Rogers. He's on a downhill slide. I don't care what anybody says. Does he make that throw every now and then? It goes, wow, there's A-Rod. There's a guy we've been waiting for. And in, in the next couple series, he's, he's all over the place at their feet, over the head, behind them. I mean, he still hasn't figured out how to lead Watson. He keeps throwing behind the kid. Mm-hmm, right. No, I, that, what he does is, in my opinion, he's playing as if he still has Jordy and Greg and Devontae and Donald and all these and James Jones and all these different guys he's played with. Because he could always just go to the matchup and lock in on the matchup. And I don't think you can do that with these young guys because you don't have that familiarity with them. And you don't know specifically what it is their strengths and weaknesses are completely yet after only a half a season or three quarters of a season. So I, I agree with you. I think he still locks. But to me, it, it's it, he was always the matrix. He could always read everything when he came to the line of scrimmage. How you cannot see some of these guys wide open when it comes to picking up a first down and living to fight another day is beyond me. I, I just, because yeah. he's always been the guy that's been, that has, everybody has stated, if he sees the field better than anybody, he's going to get the ball to the open man, and he hasn't done that consistently this season. He hasn't done for two years. Like, your, your key word back in that phrase you just said, Bill, was used to be. Yeah. Rogers ain't yep. what he used to be, and now you're stuck with, with hundreds of millions of dollars of contract for a guy that he's had two great choice chances at home, number one in the division, and he's failed both times. But mm -hmm. I'm hoping they kick the living daylights out of Minnesota. I want the <laughs> Packers to win. I want them to go to the playoffs. I want these rookies to get that experience. I want them to understand, hey, everybody calling you out, but you had the determination to fight back and win. I want to see that. Yep. No, I, I, hey, I want to be able to talk about him going to the postseason as well. Appreciate the phone call. And for, for a number of reasons. One is I'm a fan. I think you just get to the just get to the tournament. Anything can happen in the tournament. That, I'm a I'm a fan of that. Secondly, it's great for the business. I'd be lying if I you know it's like you know any bar up in Green Bay, any any bar in in the state of Wisconsin that has Packers fans that go to it. Every bar in the state of Wisconsin is hoping they go to the go to the postseason. You know why? Because people show up. People come out on the weekends. They want to watch football. They want to watch Packer football. 
Hell yes. It's great. It's great for our business. You bet. Uh, by the way, and I'm going to pause here for just a second. The uh, The Duke's Mayo Bowl is on. And oh, Ben, yes. I assume you're watching that? No, I am following it on Twitter. Maryland and North Carolina State, Maryland up 10 to nothing or 10 to 3 right now on NC State. Uh, let me say this. Watching the past of coaches being doused in a five-gallon bucket of mayo, I wouldn't even want to coach in that game. If I were a coach and my team got invited to go to the Duke's Mayo Bowl and they said, hey, you guys are going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, I'd be like, you know what? I'm looking for another job before I have to coach the team that could possibly win in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, you're no There's- fun. There's a lot of things that I want to do in my life. Having mayonnaise dumped all over me is not one of them. You've not neglected to mention the the 50 to 60 fans where every time they come back from commercial, they pan the camera to the fans and the fans have tubs of mayo and start to yeah. chug it. It's yeah. awesome. It's oh, ugh, ugh. it's incredible. I like mayonnaise, man, but I am not the not the, the not not to that extent. That is that's nasty. That's yeah. You put mayo and all kinds of cracks and crevices on your body that you don't even know you have. That can only ferment, and that can only get nasty. By probably next Tuesday, there's people that aren't even going to sit next to him on the bus because you just can't wash all that out. There's a there's a boatload of nastiness in cracks and crevices on your body, and then you got to call in that crazy troll from the Lumi commercial, where she's putting her feet and her ass and everything up in the air under boob sweat and everything. She's putting all that up in the air, and then you got to go. Oh, here here you go. Uh, can you can you put your loomy into the area where I got Duke's mail all over my crack and crevice and all that kind of? Nah, nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. Yeah, that. <laughs> Maxie Joe says, "Are you kidding me? That lady is awesome." No, she's not. She's not. I, there's I, nothing. I, thought, uh, there, I agree with Ben. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's nothing nothing attractive about the. I appreciate the fact that the loomy chick has built a product or made a product that has become incredibly successful and such. But I don't need her sticking her big-ass feet and her underboob and her butt crack and, and armpits and stuff in the camera and then looking in the camera going, this is great. No, it's not. Nobody wants to see any of that. Put it away. That's a big, great big boatload, boatload of nastiness. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't expect her to do it. Oh, okay? I didn't get that reference until you mentioned the – yes, I have – I've seen that commercial. Oh. Whenever it gets to the end, I always think it's going to go two steps further, and I think I'm just yeah. on the wrong channel. Oh, it's go- it's going to eventually. One day she's going to stand up. She's going to be wearing a thong, <laughs> and it's just you know, and it's going to be like, and then you just put it right here, and you dab a little right here, and I'm going to be like, okay, no, it's no, so no, graphic. No. You have ruined even going to the IHOP for me. I can't even do that. The flapjacks are gone. I can't even. I can't even go there anymore. I can't. You've ruined pancakes for the rest of my life. I can't go to the social house anymore. You've ruined my life, lady. Truly. You just, oh, here, you just put a little dab right here. And she always does. And she always goes, right here, I'm going to show you. And then she's like, no, no, I won't. Like, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) First of all, we don't want to see you jam your fingers in your own butt crack. Secondly, if you come up with, like, hair under your fingernails, we're all going to throw up. Just stop right now. Leave it alone. Just tell us. All you got to do is put a little bit of this loomy on your body. You're not going to stink. And then she goes over the the crotch stink-o-meter. Did you ever see that? She does that little graph thing. After a shower, you have this. And after two hours out of the shower, this is what your crotch smells like. (laughs) First of all, I want to know who volunteered for this. You know, hey, we're going to sniff everybody's crotch. Me! Pick me! Pick me! Here, I'll throw a leg up on the desk. Come over here. Come on. Bring a guy like, looks like the old guy Jimmy Durante right out of the Frosty's Happy New Year. Bring that big schnoz dude over here. Take a whiff of this. Here you go. Ah, loomy that up. Nobody needs that.
No way in hell am I rubbing down my relative. <laughs> More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.